on the beat. Well, 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 welcome back. Welcome back to the one and only the Royal Bloodline Podcast, hosted by the one and only God King. And once again, this show is sponsored by the one and only Black Focus Manifested. Yes, that is my company. I sponsor myself, but I also sponsor and put my full support behind this brand, this clothing brand, this way of life, this movement called Canary Demonstration. I know y'all have heard me say this name in the spread love segments and the history segments of the show. So, today I've decided to do something very, very, very special for you, and I am actually interviewing Miss Lakeisha Day. But, so, ladies and gentlemen, kings and queens, gods and goddesses alike, you know I am all about the black community and uplifting the black community in every way possible. So, without further ado, we are going to give her a round of applause, we're going to cheer for her, and introducing Miss Lakeisha Day. Hi, my name is Lakeisha Day. Um, thank you for having me on tonight, Ben. Not a problem at all. Not a problem at all. It seems like this interview has been a long time coming. And I don't want to stray too far away from what I sent you as far as the questions and everything. Um, But as you and I both know, that I'm supposed to be helping you with a book. Yes. And since then, it has evolved. So question is number one question who is Lakeisha Day who is Lakeisha Day we'll start with the 24 year old Lakeisha Day that thought she had life figured out until one day a tragic tragic accident happened and her world turned upside down Lakeisha Day now is a 30-year-old entrepreneur that's demonstrating the way life should be lived. Okay, so I know your story because we've talked about it. I've read it in the book that I'm helping you with. And it is like when when I listened to it again right before the interview started, I almost came to tears because I'm like, dang, her story needs to be told. So I have to ask you a question, and that that is, after your accident, what was your biggest challenge? Um, My biggest challenge was trying to figure out how to navigate through life again. Like I think that was my biggest challenge. Obviously, nothing was going to be the same anymore. We all knew that. And the person I used to be, I was trying so hard to get that life back and to get that person back. Until one day I realized it's never coming back. Like, that life, the person who I was before, is done. What do you mean? What do you mean by that person was done? What do you mean by that? The life that I envisioned, that was over with. That was done. The person that I was before, that was done. Like, I had a tragic accident. 
had a traumatic brain injury. So you don't look at the same anymore. Like the perspective on life changes. Your whole perspective on life changes. So you have to try to find out who you are now. Luckily, I've never had to go through anything like that. And I, I, I want you to tell more of your story. But we are working on this book together. Like I'm helping you format, edit, you know, do all the things for the book. So I don't want to tell too much of the story before the book comes out. I do want to ask you because you did have um Canary brand. Mm-hmm. So now you have Canary demonstration. How did you come up with the name of your company? Um I came up with the name of my company by putting my kids names together. After my accident after my accident it changed like my whole perspective on life. And the real value you should carry for the loved ones is closest to you. And that's my kids, you know, closest to me. That's my kids. So I made an, a commitment to them and to myself that whatever I do from here on out is going to be us. It's not just a me thing. It's going to be us. You know, whatever I do, is, is we're going to do it together. And it's not just about me anymore. And the reason why is that I felt I lost a lot of, like, emotional time with them. Um, And, like, just being there for them mentally, I couldn't do that. As I said, I had a brain injury. So it changes everything. The the whole outlook of life is changed at this point. It's flipped upside down. So it's like, you know, I'm trying to figure out myself again, trying to figure out who these kids are again, their personalities, and just trying to figure out everything again. So I feel like I lost a lot of time with them. Um, And so, like I said, I wasn't the same anymore, and I needed to get that back. But once again, I realized I couldn't. But there was a better way to life now. I did realize, like, there's a better way to life now. And I finally figured that out. Um, about two years after my accident, maybe a year and a half, two years after. And I realized I make all the rules for my family. Nobody can come in and, and dictate anything that I do for me and my kids. I make the rules. I do that. And I let my kids know that too. So that's how I came up with the name. And like I said, it's a demonstration of life. Okay, so um, what 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 does a demonstration of life necessarily mean to you? Because some people, you know, everybody got their own definition of what things are. So, what does a demonstration of life to you mean? Um, my accident. The title of the video was from near death to life. So, it's a demonstration on how we should live in our authentic selves. The be our authentic selves. Like a lot of people don't know what it really means to be authentic. Like, we always try to be what we see on the internet, on TV. You know, we want to to be what we see going on around us. And a lot of, that, a lot of times, 
Like it's like a facade. Like a lot of the stuff that people they have to realize. A lot of the stuff that you see on TV and see on the internet is is not really how people are living. So once you figure that out, you'll realize like, okay, there's a new way to life. It's a better way to life. And I want to help demonstrate that and to push people into their authentic selves and to be who they are and to to walk into their person their purpose to walk to run into their purpose because a lot of people honestly being a lot of people don't even find their purpose at 50 60 70 years old they're old at this point they still don't know what their purpose is on earth and everybody has a purpose and if we just walk into our own purpose and figure that out and stop being in other people lanes just stay in your own lane if you stay in your own lane you're going to have tunnel vision and nothing else matters. The people beside you, they're blocked out. Nothing else matters. I definitely feel that sentiment. Um, I, I, I really do. And I sympathize and I'm empathetic to the things that you've dealt with. Like I said, I've never dealt with anything like that. A majority of people in the world will never have to deal with anything like that. So, um, with that being said, again, since like, um, I don't know, um, we've been linked for quite some time now, like almost two or three years. So this interview has literally been a long time in the making. Um, what's, how has your accident shifted a mentality in you or has it shifted a mentality in you it's definitely a mentality shift (laughs) that was caused due to the accident um what i thought i wanted in life completely changed like you can think your life should be one way but it's not your purpose so like i said before um in the previous question um when you figure out what your purpose is like your whole perspective on life changes um the dreams that i had since a little girl was finally it's finally coming to reality now i've i've seen this i've foreseen this as a child but i just couldn't figure out at the time or didn't know um, I took myself out of the mindset of this is where I'm going to now this is where I'm supposed to be. That's what I had to do. I was on the right path. I didn't know how or when I would reach my destiny. But one thing I do know is with God's guidance, I was finally walking into my purpose now. Okay, you say walking in your purpose. What do you feel your purpose is? My purpose is helping people, pushing people to that next level, helping them understand who they are. I love people. My purpose is, I understand now, my purpose is for people. Okay. I feel like 
and I'm not trying to get too much into myself or what I do, but I feel like my purpose is to help people, which is one of the reasons that I have the company that I have, and that is G&G Empire or Black Focus Manifesto, and that's to, you know, push people in the black community specifically to the highest of the highs to like even when they feeling low and you know because you know i send you a link i send the team a link um about spreading the love and i just shout out you know black owned businesses mondays wednesdays and fridays and i give them affirmate i give affirmation because my purpose is my i feel my purpose in life is to help people as well so that is a uh, a great thing to do in life is to know your purpose because a lot of people in life do not know their purpose. Say one thing. I don't mean to just cut you off. Um, my purpose is like some people' purpose is for like like yours is for the black community. Mine doesn't have a color color on it. Mine is for all people, and I do know that is my purpose. To help everybody. And I'm going to leave it at that. That's my sole purpose is to help people. It it doesn't have a color on it. It doesn't have a face on it. Men, women, it doesn't matter. That's my purpose. Well, it's okay to cut me off. I forgot to tell you at the beginning of the show. Um, And... This is some somehow this always slips my mind. Um, this is your today's episode. Ain't it's not about me. It's your episode, so you can talk about what you want to talk about. You can cut me off as much as you want to cut me off. You can tell me I'm an idiot as much as you think I'm an idiot. Like today's episode is about you. So whatever you feel you need to get off your chest, off your heart, your mind, and your soul, you can do that. Because here at the Royal Bloodline Podcast, when I interview people, when I talk about history, it's all about my mind, my heart, and my soul. So because interviewing you, you can say what's on your heart, mind, and soul. So people can feel you and get to know who you are, not only as a person, but as a CEO and as a brand owner. You didn't have to get quiet. That was your that was your segment to just rant and rave like you normally do. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> I was I'm good. I'm just Yeah, that was, that was your segment for you to rant and rave like you normally do. Oh, wow. And 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 we you know, we talk like almost all day every day. You give me a break every now and then. But we talk almost all day, every day, from personal life to business, which is it's a mixture of both. I'm gonna say it's about fifty fifty on both ends, whether you talking and I'm listening or vice versa. Um, so it's all good. And I, 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 when I was introduced to you and I heard your story. Um, I was fascinated, which is why I was willing to stand behind you for your book, 
more than anything, like I was, you know, like I know, like I was calling you, like, hey, where's my book? Hey, where's my book? Hey, did you type something up? Hey, I need this. Hey, I need that. And it was like an everyday thing. Mm-hmm. And so now, and I, and I, and I'm sorry, I apologize. I didn't send this question to you because it's literally just coming to me. And like I told you before, when we was on the phone before we, before it started, I don't normally type up questions for my interviews. I just let stuff come off my mind. Um, so for those who don't know, if they haven't figured it out already, I am your brand's manager. Like I manage your team, your assistants, your social media team. Um, if you don't mind, can you tell the audience how you, as the CEO of Canary Demonstration, came to that conclusion? Like, why did you make that decision? Because it's not something that I was looking for. Well, it was just the co- consistency and dedication for me. That's all I can say. And I'm going to leave it at that. Consistency and dedication. And when I see, well, I'm going to say a little bit more. And when I see somebody that's driven like me, and that's willing to give their all, and they stand behind whatever they're doing and trying to accomplish, then that's enough for me. If it make it make sense, and it made sense. So if any if it makes sense to me, I'm with it. So why not? <laughs> that's an answer I can definitely rock with. Okay, so let's get back into these questions. Who was your biggest fashion inspiration you know you got all these brands out here gucci louis vuitton michael kors um tommy hilfiger fubu mm-hmm. nike fila it's like it's it's literally brianna savage fenty it's like literally so many to name who was your biggest administration for you wanting to you know step out on faith and create this brand honestly I don't have a fashion fashion inspiration. I, I'm actually fond of them all because they're all different. You know what I'm saying? They have like their own unique style with them. And that's what I love about it. Um, And I was always into fashion. Honestly, anything that makes sense, as I said before, is okay with me. I like anything that is right for me. Not what the world thinks or not what... The next person think the world is <laughs> what fits into Keisha's world. So in this fashion industry, you can say it's pretty much Keisha's world and everybody else just following behind you or. No, is I stay in my, no. <laughs> I, I don't mean to cut you off. I'm in my own lane. You get what I'm saying? If we all stay in our own lane, then, then we're our own inspiration. I do get um, inspiration from all of these other brands, but what I'm saying is I don't have one in specific that I can go with because I'm fond of almost all of them. I, lo- I love fashion. So all, all of them give me some type of inspiration in their own way. But to just point out one, no, I can't do that. Okay, okay. Um, so... What are the, some of the biggest challenges you face in the fashion industry then? Because it's a, like you said, it's a lot of brands out there. Yeah. And you can't pinpoint just one who, you know, you no. can say is your favorite, but 
what are some of your biggest challenges in the industry? Well, honestly, I don't face many challenges just yet, but I'm sure it's bound to happen. I didn't try to keep up with the trends and what's popping, but that's such a facade to me because you're not going to be the way you feel or what's right for your brand. I stand on what I stand on. And the most important thing to me is saying, staying in your own lane. Don't worry about what's going on around you because that's when you're, you always, you mess up when you're worrying about what's going on around you. Don't worry about what's going on around you because you eventually get caught up and that's when things start to shift in the wrong direction. It's tunnel vision. You have to have tunnel vision, especially in this industry. Because it's so many different, it's, it's competition all over. But if you stay in your own lane, don't try to stay into nobody else's lane or steal nobody else's stuff. You can get inspiration from them, but don't be like nobody else. Be like you. That Be like you. Be authentically. Be, be authentically you. That's what I stand on. That's what I've been talking about. Demonstration. So, so does your company have a catchphrase or like a, a particular word? You know, like Nike has. Yes. It. Yes, it does. Just wait. You know, we got stuff coming, so we'll 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 reveal that when the time is right. But it does. They have a few of them, and they're amazing, and is is they're beautiful. They're beautiful, and, and it helps you um, embrace who you are. And it, and it helps you feel comfortable in your own skin, too. So, just wait. They're coming. Okay. That's 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 dope. She's a type of woman who don't want... She, real G's move in silence. And she's the type of woman who, to move in silence, as you can tell, because she's not revealing too much of nothing. But she's letting you know everything at the same time. So, Real G's move in silence, and she is a G. So, we're going to go ahead and give her a round of applause for being one of those G's who move in silence. Okay. <laughs> so, Miss Lakeisha, I have to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know you are a new, slightly new brand. Mm-hmm. For demonstration. Mm-hmm. So to speak. I know we changed, um, as your manager, I know we changed um the vernacular that we use um we're not a brand we're a demonstration what keeps you going in such a competitive market because it seems as though everybody wants to start a clothing brand so what keeps you going what pushes you the most um what keeps me the most um staying in my own lane as i said in the pre previous question um not looking to the side of me just keeping focused on my goals and dreams and most importantly what works for me not what works for somebody else because what worked for me might not work for somebody else what worked for somebody else might not work for me so what works for me is what works for me staying in my lane I feel you. I feel you. And I'm the same way when it comes to my books, my podcast, and everything else that I'm working on. I can't get too much into it because this ain't 
this today's episode isn't about me. I do have two more questions for you before we wrap it up. Okay. Um, uh, how has the journey been so far as an entrepreneur? And I want to know, as an entrepreneur, are you one of those nine to five people who get off of work every day and then go work on their business? Or are you like me? You work your nine to five and work your business at the same time. Are you a full-time entrepreneur? No, actually, I'm a full-time entrepreneur. Oh, lucky you. Lucky you. So how lucky you. So 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 how has the journey been so far as a full-time entrepreneur? The journey has been amazing. I'm not even going man, like I said, it's been amazing and I've had a lot of losses like <laughs> I took more losses than wins. And I mean a lot, but I know where I'm going and where I and I would not give up for nothing. Like, I know exactly where I'm going. So, I'm in tunnel vision. And I'm not giving up. I came uh, I came far. I'm talking all over myself. But I came far with God's help. I'm not a... And let, let's rewind. Just because I've been in an accident and I overcame that. It was a tragic accident. And I overcame that. I'm not a superhero. And there are times that I did want to give up and throw in a towel. But now I know what it means to love self. Nothing can stop me. And I learned to love myself. That's like when when people learn to love their selves and put their selves before anything and anyone, nothing can stop you. Nothing can stop you at all. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I just had to I just had to do that because it's like I'm literally on that same journey and that same point in my life. Like I said earlier, we talk almost all day, every day, whether it's personal or business, and most of the time when we get on the phone. I'm I'm not, I'm gonna have to change the statistic numbers because we talk business probably ninety percent of the time. I was just about to figure out new strategies. Yeah, whether we're trying to figure out new marketing strategies, yes. promotion strategies, like we got trips planned from Atlanta, from the East Coast to the West Coast, like to the Midwest, like we got trips planned for days already. So I had to applaud you for that. And I have one more question before our time runs out. What is or what would be your message to the world? I'm going to keep it sweet and simple, short. It's simple. Keep pushing. Never give up. That is fantastic, Miss Lakeisha Day. That is fantastic. Say it one more time. Keep pushing. Never give up. When I say never give up, never give up. If you see my story, if you go check my story out, yeah, anybody in my situation would have been 
giving up because I mean it's it's, it's a life altering like situation. So it's like everything shifts. Like you have to find a whole new way. And I didn't give up. And I'm still pushing right now. I'm not where I want to be. And I can admit that. But I'm on the road. I'm on the right path there. Keep pushing. Never give up. So, Miss Day, before you get off this studio, before you get out of this studio with me, if you do not mind, please tell everyone where they can follow you and Canary Demonstration. You can follow me on um, the platforms of Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and um, TikTok. At Canary Demonstration, and it's all lowercase, K-E-N-A-R-I Demonstration, D-E-M-O-N-S-T-R-A-T-I-O-N, and it's one word, Canary Demonstration. You can follow us on four different platforms. Website coming soon. Again, yeah. you can follow her on all social media platforms at Canary Demonstration, and we greatly appreciate you, Miss Lakeisha Day, for coming on the Royal Bloodline po- podcast, hosted by the one and only God King. Ladies and gentlemen, kings and queens, gods and goddesses alike, you have heard another part of my heart, my mind, and my soul. And as you know, here on the Royal Bloodline podcast, we are all about lifting up the black community and black entrepreneurs, business owners of all sorts. And as I've told you several times before, this is a brand that I stand behind fully. I have one of the signature shirts and I don't go out much, but when I go out, this is like my go-to shirt in my closet. Um, Normally I'm a guy who wear, I like button down shirts. I'm a button down type of guy because I'm a corporate thug. You understand what I'm saying? On the set, I'm, I'm a corporate thug. So I like button down shirts or her shirt. As of late, I've been wearing it more than I've been wearing anything else. Not only because I'm promoting the brand, because it's comfortable. Like it's, it's, a, it's a nice shirt. It fits, it fits my build. So for those of y'all who know me, I know I I'm a, I was an athlete and I was, a, I was in the military. So it fits my build. It, it, it molds to my body. So uh, I, I fully support this brand. And if you have not got gotten a shirt from Canary Demonstration. If you would like to get a shirt from Canary Demonstration, please hit her up on any one of the social media platforms that she has uh, mentioned. All of them will be typed up in the show notes. There will be more to come from Miss Lakeisha Day. As a matter of fact, we are going to get her in here for another interview really soon probably within the next two weeks because we want to know more we have to know more royal bloodline family miss lakeisha day do you have anything else to say yes and i also want to stay say keep god first in everything you do that's how i came for as I have. That's how I came far as I have with his guidance. Keep God first in every single thing that you do. 
That's all. I'm. That's it. I'm out. very very much for being here when you can be anywhere else in the world as i always tell you in the spread the love segments of the show i love you be great on purpose don't let me talk to the ones you place with yourself so therefore be limitless world bloodline family i love you until you hear from me again this has been the world bloodline podcast sponsored by one and only black focus i love you y'all Captain Clifton Pease of the Oxford, North Carolina Fire Department has responded to hundreds of car accidents in his career as a firefighter. You never know what you're gonna run up on. The worst is always what you're expecting and you hope for better circumstances. This would be one of the bad ones. A car carrying a young woman and her two-year-old daughter crashed into a tractor trailer at highway speeds. As Captain Pease and his team worked to free the driver, it was about to get worse. Once we got the door cut off, I turned around and I looked. It's my first cousin, you know? And, uh, you know, I, I couldn't do anything but call her name, and she didn't respond. Moments later, they pulled 24-year-old Lakeisha Day from the wreckage. Her daughter, who had been strapped in her car seat, was taken to the hospital with minor injuries. Meanwhile, EMTs worked to revive Lakeisha, who was badly injured and unresponsive. She was breathing, but uh, she was lifeless at the time. They were working diligently, you know, trying to get her to, you know, to wake up at least. Once stable, Lakeisha was taken to Duke Memorial Hospital. Clifton rode along in the ambulance and started calling family. Lakeisha's parents, Carla and Michael, arrived at the ER to find doctors still assessing their daughter's many injuries. You see your baby girl laying there, your daughter. It was horrible. I mean, it was, it hit me dead in my heart. So she had her neurologic injury with uh, with the damage to her brain. She had a spine injury. Um, she had damage to her thoracic cavity um, with the multiple rib fractures and the pneumothorax. Um, she had damage to her abdominal um, uh, area with the spleen laceration, um, and then as well as damage kind of to the extremities with both the scapula fracture, pelvic fracture, and the tibial plateau fracture. They didn't really have high expectation of her making it. The next couple of hours, really. 
when people have multiple injuries like that, um, their their risk of um, having a poor outcome obviously goes up. Then Lakeisha's brain started to swell, increasing the pressure and further diminishing her chance of survival. Her family prayed for a miracle. We just start believing God that she would live and not die. Just, we just start confessing. All I know is I had to trust God. That's all we could do. Within two hours, her brain stopped swelling and the pressure dropped to normal. It was very encouraging. It was just an amazing sight to see that. Lakeisha's daughter, Kennedy, was released the next day with a broken collarbone and cut on her head. But Lakeisha's battle was just beginning. Over the next week, she had multiple surgeries to repair her extensive injuries. Through it all, her church and family kept praying. They just kept her in a coma, you know, because she was in a lot of pain. We just put it in God's hands and asked him to lead the doctors to show them what to do. At night, I would um, pray, and pastor gave us stuff to read over her or read to her to disencourage her because she's a fighter. After a week and a half, doctors began weaning her off the sedatives. She was conscious and able to communicate, then start rehab. I woke up and I was at weight med and rehab. I didn't know what was going on. You know, I just know had this big thing around my head and um, can't walk, you know, each and every day was hard. She just started picking up, picking up, picking up, and, you know, just going forward. Her body began to heal fast, and they were just amazed at that, you know. Over the next two months, Lakeisha's family and friends continued to lift her up in prayer. Her physical healing continued, but her emotional recovery wasn't always easy, and she sought God for answers. I questioned God a lot. I did. Um, why did this happen to me? And I used to ask him, why didn't you let me die? Why would you let somebody stay here and then go through all this pain and suffering? don't know why, but I know he has a bigger plan. And he wouldn't leave me. He haven't left me yet. After two and a half months in the hospital, Lakeisha was released to go home and continue her outpatient rehab. I was happy to be home, but I was nervous at the same time just because of my, the fear of something happening. God gave me the strength and motivation to keep going because I know how far he brought me. The fact that she had um, she had her spine injury, her brain injury, uh, the pelvis injury, the knee injury, um, all of those, and, and was really getting back to um, many of the things that she had done before um, within six months is, is a great recovery. And today she looks like she's a regular Keisha, you know, same old Keisha that, that's, that we've grown up with and, and love. Lakeisha is now back to being a mom and grateful for each new day. She and her family believe there's only one reason she's here today. Prayer was the key in all of this. You know, the prayer warriors, we thank them for praying for her, but that was the key, praying. It gave us our heart's desire. Prayer was instrumental, yes, yes. I don't know what we could have did without it. And Lakeisha now understands why God brought her through this experience. I know my purpose now, and it is to minister to people and to um, bring people to God. And I try to give them hope and motivation by them seeing me and see how far he brought me, and that can happen for them too.